I'm Emma and I'm an 11 time world champion and double Paralympic gold medal paracanoist. And hi, I'm Ruth. I am a leadership and personal development specialist. And welcome to Fast and Curious. This is our podcast that over the next year we will be tracking my training on and off the water as I prepare for the Paris Paralympic Games in 2024. And we'll also be trying to make links between business and sport as we connect the boat with the boardroom. So join us each month as we combine Emma's sporting achievements with Ruth's leadership expertise to bring you advice, motivation and hopefully some laughs to help you become fast and curious. Hello and welcome back to The Fast and Curious. Today we're going to be talking about the power of purpose. I am freshly back from a few weeks off after the World Championships, so my purpose has looked quite different um, to normal over the last few weeks. I've probably had uh, some wine, some naughty food and uh, been watching too much Netflix. But Ruth, hello, how how are you? What have you been up to? How's the the training going in the run-up to Paris? (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm fine. Thank you, Emma. All is good. All is good. Also had a, a nice restful summer break, um, but now back at it. Training for Paris. Mm, it's not really. Well, my my canoeing training isn't going very well, to be honest. Um, but, you know, as we've said before, thank goodness that I'm not probably going to be asked to represent my country. Um, so, yeah. But otherwise, I'm doing my best to stay fit and stay healthy. And um, I, before we go any further, since we did the introductory episode, um, it it should be said that, of course, you have added another world title to your collection. So I don't want that to go unspoken about, <laughs> Emma. You would completely inspire all of us all of the time in your um determined disciplined pursuit of of uh glory so well done well done thank I know you it's a huge effort, but uh, it yeah. was a it was a big few weeks it was it was nice to get the the result and the outcome despite the fact um we probably didn't have our best year so I think that's maybe something we'll talk about mm. in some future episodes that it's it you know your purpose is very clear and I, I knew what I was going to try and do um but it's nice to be able to have delivered that without possibly having the the best year so yeah I'm very pleased yeah. Well, well done. Well done. All awesome. Brilliant. So we're going to be talking about purpose today. And um, anybody who's ever met me in my working life, I think, would say, well, that's not a surprise because I'm always talking about purpose. Um, and um, I, I find it, uh, well, personally for me, has been a bit of a game changer, being very mindful about purpose. But, you know, Emma, as you know, this this whole podcast is about you preparing for Paris, um, fingers crossed, and how that that uh, sort of plays out over the next 12 months. But purpose is going to be a massive part of that, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, for me, it might seem quite simplistic that my purpose is to paddle a, a piece of carbon fibre as fast as I can over, over 200 metres. But there's so much more to purpose that is relevant to to all of our lives and I think one thing that really helps me connect with that purpose is is looking like about what success looks like for me today 
um, and being really clear on that. So hopefully we can unpick some of those things and and see how see how we can shape people's ideas going forward. But what does purpose mean to you, Ruth? Well, it's very important um, to me because, and, and I've been very fortunate, I think, to have worked with some people who've been very helpful in all this. Um, I particularly would like to mention my dear friend, Darren Rudkin, who is very, very, um, just, just very mindful of the power of purpose. And he taught me a little um, saying um, a long time ago now, probably 10, 15 years ago, which was um, that energy follows purpose. It's a very simple mm. little thing. Energy follows purpose. And I, uh, this is this is really uh, stuck with me, and I've used it a lot with my clients because we all know that when we feel very very purposeful around something, our energy levels go up. Even if it's something fairly mundane, like you know, I have a purpose to get to Sainsbury's before it closes. You know, we 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 dash there, you know, because we really want to do that. And um, so I think that really, when you think about leadership, we're always trying to create energy. Um, either energy in ourselves or energy in other people or energy in our customers. There's, there's a real need for a leader to be able to do that. And being purposeful, I think, is is part of that. And it's just, it's just made a big difference to me. And, you know, the one thing that I would um, always say is that when you are um, very purposeful about something, it's sort of, takes you to that um focus and direction which means that your time is better spent but i'll say a bit more about that later on but that that is such a great phrase isn't it such a great phrase energy follows purpose and and i guess in in people who are listening worlds whether it be sport or business or or just life we could always all do with a bit more energy um so hopefully this is quite a helpful conversation to be having around the fact that by by taking an extra moment that might seem like you've got something else to do and being really clear on that purpose, you're, you're going to have the, the benefit of more energy, more direction and, and hopefully yeah. more, more success. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about you, Emma, because you are the focus of this podcast. Um, you are on this grueling journey to uh, what we hope will be another gold medal in Paris. Um, so how do you use purpose day to day? What's your normal practice around this? I think probably one thing I've learned over the over the years of being in high performance sport is to have that clarity every single morning. Um, and I think I was doing that maybe in, early on in my career. My and my decision and my purpose was always about being better and being, you know, lifting more weight, going faster in the boat, um, eating more cottage cheese or whatever it might be, being really kind of looking to be better each time. And then I did some work with a psychologist and we looked at the fact that actually being purposeful doesn't always mean we have to be better. So I was almost missing a trick because let's face it, Ruth, I don't know about you, but it's just impossible to be better every single day. I think we can be a bit cleverer. Um, And and that is probably where the, where the balance is. So we, we try to stick to a, a, a routine where I ask myself what success looks like today. And I will do that every morning. Um, and I, in my little performance diary, I will write down today I will. Um, and then at the end of the day, I'll kind of review it. You know, I'll, this is this is what I did. This is what I learned. And this is what, what I'm kind of grateful for. And, and that gives me the real shape and the real purpose to what I'm doing. Because, you know, 
some I'm I'm sounding quite full of energy today because it's day one of the new the new year. But you know, some days are hard, right? Whether mm. you're doing you know six days a week training uh, on a windy lake in Nottingham, or whether you've, you're juggling a family and your job, yeah. it's hard to have energy all the time. So why are we expecting ourselves to to perform amazingly and be better than we were if we've got yeah. less energy? So by being really clear on what success looks like and therefore what my purpose is today, some days that might just be survival. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay too. Absolutely. And it is really, I mean, I think exactly as you're saying, you know, the difficulty of always getting better, you know, in itself is exhausting. It's an, an unachievable outcome. And, uh, you know, so that, that diff- it's amazing to me how a different angle on it or a different slant psychologically can make us think, well, you know, I'm not setting myself up to fail here. Yeah. And I think it's about the language you use as well, isn't it? I think sometimes I need to remind myself that good is enough. I don't need yeah. to be great or better yeah. or best um, yeah. every single day. And I think actually, you know, probably a bit too late in my career, but I've realized that the power of of just taking a moment and it is literally a moment. You know, it can be it can be when you're brushing your teeth in the morning. You know, just taking a moment to think, what's my purpose or what does success look like? Um, and then thinking about how you're going to how you're going to go about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, that what you're describing there, Emma, is the way that it's not a fixed constant. You know, the the living of all of our lives involves all sorts of different factors. You know, and as you say, we can be tired some days. You're just not up for it some days you're not as clear as we might be um we're not as well resourced personally and with others as we might be so that kind of adaptability around purpose is is very important as well I think and you know if we think about your your life you know and and the story so far that's that's got you to this point of course you couldn't have had the same purpose all the way through your life because your life dramatically changed when you were 18 yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, my purpose when I was growing up was um, to do as much sport as possible, to try and get away with as as little revision as I could, because my brother and I used to play cricket in the garden rather than doing our revision for our for our GCSEs. But it was all about, about sport and being active. And I wanted to be a teacher and I had it all kind of mapped out, as I think you do when you're, when you're 18. Yeah. Uh, I went off on this gap year to Australia, um, again, really clear on my purpose. My purpose was to have an amazing time, was to work on a work on a farm for six months, and I guess do all the things you do when you're 18 and on the other side of the world to your parents, probably. Um, yeah. And I was really clear on that. That was so so planned. Um, and unfortunately, six weeks into that, my life changed overnight, and I I had contracted a virus, um, and I was paralysed in my arms and my legs overnight. So. You know, in a, in in that moment, life looks very different. Life feels very different, and and changes my purpose and my direction um, quite dramatically. Hmm. And yet, you know, I, I, and of course, that that event that happened to you is is kind of for, for all of us that listening. I think unimaginably uh, difficult. But your actual purpose to be a teacher, of course, um, you know, we we could argue we're teaching through this podcast, so. Um, yeah. in our own crazy way um, <laughs> you know that's that sort of giving to others through that that choice of career has not actually wavered too much has it 
No, no, not at all. I think what, what I was really aware of, acutely aware, when I eventually came back to, to this country and my arms at that point had recovered, which I guess is useful given that I'm now a canoeist because I probably wouldn't be a terribly good canoeist um, without that. But um, I was adamant I wanted to still be a teacher and, and follow that dream because that, that had been my goal and, and my purpose. And all mm. I was going to do was have to do it slightly differently. So, you know, this is this is what's really great is we can – whatever life throws at us, whether it's a big slap around the face like I got or whether it's something that's just just inconvenient, we can just tweak, change, adapt um, our direction given the the things that we're facing. And, and sometimes those things turn into opportunities. And I think for me, you know, sitting here 20-something years on, I won't count up because it'll make me feel really old, 20-something um, years on, I've done things that I would never have done when... Yeah when I had all of me that worked. So actually, you know, with that slight change of direction, um, it's, it's kind of taken me on, on a new path with new opportunities. And I think it's, it's very, I feel very lucky that I've been uh, supported enough and brave and bold enough to, to grab those. And, and I think that's, uh, that's something for all of us to, to hopefully feel confident that we could do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, so what you're describing here is this, daily practice of the you know what does success look like and not but not putting yourself under unrealistic pressure with that to be every single day to be better than the day before because it's just not it's just not feasible um but also about this you know adapting when life you know tells us we can't the original purpose to be a conventional teacher didn't happen for you um but look what it's what life has given you in terms of the way that you're now um, influencing others and inspiring other people. Um, and, and I think that, you know, when we think about your future and your purpose for life going forward, what would you say about that? What would you like to see, you know, when you, when you finally hang up your paddle, I don't know when that <laughs> day's gonna, gonna dawn Emma, but when you do, what would you like to, how would you like to live out your purpose then? Uh, I think this is what's so beautiful about the, the kind of, concept of purpose is actually you know even when I'm not paddling a piece of carbon fiber down a down a piece of water and not training six days a week 49 weeks of the year my purpose is probably going to be the same because my purpose believe it or not is not about winning medals it's about making the boat faster and and that means for me being true to my values you know behaving in the way I want to behave having interactions with people the way that I want to um, that will fulfill me and make me happy. And it just so happens that at the minute, that is going to then make the boat go faster. So I think going forward, my purpose will probably stay the same. I want to use my experiences. I want to use the things that I've been fortunate enough to to experience, to to share with other people, to to try and make some some little changes and some little tweaks that I think ultimately, most importantly, make us all a bit happier um, mm. and also help us perform in, in whatever our field is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as you say, the link to your particular values, your personal values, is always what's behind our inner purpose, if you like, or our core purpose, because it means something to us individually. And we want to um, use the way we live our life to demonstrate those values. What would you say your yeah. values are? So and this is a piece of work, again, I, I did with one of the psychologists I worked with. Um, and he, I remember them saying to me, you know, you know, what's your values? And I was like, well, I know, I know exactly what my values are. And I, and then I struggled to kind of verbalize them. So we actually did a piece of work where we really looked at what was important to me. And it really kind of intrigued me that it was things like being passionate about challenge. You know, I like mm. challenge. 
Um, it was yeah. about being determined to to do the best. It was about helping other people. Um, and it was about, you know, making the people that I love proud. So actually yeah. those four things aren't at all to do with canoeing. Yeah. <laughs> but, if those, but if those four values underpin everything that I'm trying to do on a daily basis, it, it drives motivation. It will drive success. It will, the outcomes will almost take care of themselves. But most yeah. importantly, I guess in those moments when when maybe the outcomes don't work or it does, you know, it's not quite as good as you want it to be. If you fulfilled your values, you you could be disappointed, but you can't actually be really unhappy because you've been true to yourself. So I think being very, very clear about each of our own values uh, underpins our, our purpose and actually then make sure that we are fulfilled in, in ways that are really important. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I think it's so, so crucial in, in the world that you're, that you're in Ruth mm. uh, about how purpose can drive our interactions with people. And I guess, you know, have you, have you experienced different ways that, you know, good day, bad day interactions with people can be varied, can't they, in the world of business? Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, there is the, the, the day can be going okay, but then something can happen, of course, in, in all in all areas of our life where we get knocked off balance um and you know i think i think uh, let me come back to that because that's that's a one of the reasons why i think purpose really matters for leaders um but i've got a couple of others as well i mean i mentioned earlier energy follows purpose so i i, I really believe that you know that what i notice in myself is that i have you know, you've got this habit of cleaning your teeth and saying, you know, what does success look like? And I th actually, I do think leadership is a series of habits that we can pick up and ingrain. You don't need too many, but you know, if you if you get some of them, and you get the discipline of the repeated practice around this, I do think it becomes easier. Um, but one of the habits that I um, started to do about I think probably again about maybe 15 years ago was that I would think about what is my purpose for this conversation I'm about to have or this meeting or this training course I'm delivering or this coaching session whatever it is it doesn't matter but you know it's true that I would never ever 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 even have a one-to-one -one phone call with somebody without writing down what my purpose is for that. Wow. And, you know, more importantly, thinking, what do I think their purpose is for this? Oh, that's interesting. You know, the kind of other-centeredness of that. Because we, you know, if you're in a leadership role or in, in a, not necessarily a leadership role, but a, a, working in your life, you're in a, a, an organisation, of course, you're thinking, what do I now need to do? But I think to add on, what does that other person need is, is obviously going to reap a slightly different purpose for the conversation. Um, and I, I tend to think of it a bit like, um, you know, if you don't do that, if I mean, let's say on the odd occasion when I haven't done that, which is probably only when somebody rings me out of the blue because I'm so determined and disciplined around this habit. But if somebody rings me and I think, oh, you know, I've taken the call. I wasn't ready for this. I don't. What's my purpose? I'm a tiny bit at sea, so I tend to see this habit as like a mast on a ship in a stormy sea. You know, it it sort of it, it anchors me. To carry on that sailing analogy, um, but it allows. I, know, I like me, I like the I like the water I know, analogies. Nautical today. 
it's happened to me. Um, anyway, that that really helps me. But I think it is this thing of when you've written it down, and I do write it down, it, and it literally takes two minutes, right? It's not a big drama, this. You don't need to say, oh, I need half an hour to write my purpose. You don't. It's a two-minute thing. Um, when I've written it down, if the conversation is going off for some reason or not really you know how we all imagined it would be that really helps me to bring it back and you know I think also um helps us when we're not at our best I mean you mentioned earlier Emma you know sometimes we're like oh I feel a bit tired today or you know I can't be asked with all yeah. this stuff and everything I think just noticing that noticing is the key to good leadership but you notice that in yourself and think well okay you know I'm going to have a purpose today around um you know, if I'm feeling tired, I could get grumpy, um, be a bit irritable. You know, I'm going to have a, a purpose to be tolerant or to be kind or to be yeah. generous. And I it's quite like that. I, that sounds a bit like me in November when it's horrendous <laughs> weather and I'm tired and I have to remind myself in the morning that actually my energy is probably a four out of ten. And yeah. my, my purpose for the day is to cause as little destruction as I can to those to those around me and I think sometimes that's I've seen that work in in in, in other aspects of life in the business world and in just in normal mm. life where yeah. we can we can just limit the damage that we could potentially have on other people by being yeah. aware of of our context what we're facing and therefore how we're going to respond and I talk to people about you know if you've got a difficult meeting you know, mm. like you've just said, think about how you what your purpose is. Think about what yeah. people you're talking to's purpose is because yeah. you know those you know those meetings where you have those mood hoovers, you know, the ones oh, that kind of suck yeah. suck the life out of you. I know. And I think if we if we can re be ready for that in the way that you're suggesting, yeah. whether it be you know, we know there's gonna be someone in the supermarket that's gonna be like that, or whatever it might be in our everyday lives, we're gonna be so much more prepared and therefore be, you know, better equipped, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think we all we all go through this, don't we? I mean, let's just be honest about it. But the, you know, one of the things that happens to me sometimes is that if I'm speaking to a client that, you know, we're, let's say we're designing a training program or something, and I think, oh, I, you know, I don't know why we haven't to have this conversation. I know what we're doing. You know, there's a sort of arrogance to that. I think, oh God, R Ruth, you know, come on, uh, where's your listening? You know, where's your openness to being wrong, which is a major thing in leadership. So, so anyway, that's that's the first one I want to talk about is this little habit. Just write it down. What do I want to get from this? And it and it helps us. It gives us focus. The, I mean, and the final thing I say on that is, when you're very purposeful, you don't waste time. You know, yeah. it helps us not to waste a single moment. And time is, you know, all leaders are time poor. So anything that that helps us to be very, very um, mindful of how we use that time is is important. So that's the first one. The second one, again, um, you know, the on this thing of being time poor, um, I've I've noticed that the best leaders that I've worked with in the last you know, however long I've been doing this, 30 years, are are very, very clear about what they're about. Uh, a really good question to ask yourself is, what am I for? You know, when you think <laughs> about it, it's like, what is my purpose? What am I actually for? You know, what am I for? It's such a basic thing. Um, and I think that in conversations, especially in coaching conversations, we talk a lot about this, about what do you think your purpose is in life? And it's it's a big, hairy question. But what it allows, even if you think about, well, I 
it's too it's too difficult to think about my purpose in life. What is important is think about my purpose in this job. Um, what that then allows you to do is to be more discerning about what you will not get involved with. Well, and, that's interesting. So flipping yeah, it to be not rather than what will I do and saying yes yeah. to everything, it's like what will I yeah, not? What am I not doing? I mean, I only have two purposes in life. One is to help people through my work, and the other one is to look after my family. And, you know, for a lot of my career, the looking after my family was compromised because I was away a lot, you know, and it wasn't necessarily the best thing. But I think now when I think about those two things, if somebody asked me to do something, I've got a bit like a sort of, you know, like a metronome thing going where somebody asked me to do and I think, well, is this about helping people or is it about looking after the family? No, 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 yes, no, yeah. yes, yes. And, and I do think that, what I notice in very senior leaders often is that they struggle sometimes to really limit how they spend their time to their core purpose because, you know, you everybody wants a piece of you. Everybody wants a bit of your energy. Um, but those who can say, you know, I'm, I'm not doing this because it's not, you know, I've got other people who can do this. They don't interfere in other people's work. They don't over... Um, analyze and not delegate in the way they could do. They are the more successful leaders. I mean, I, I heard a quote once, which I think is a really good quote, which is um, the CEO should only be doing what only the CEO can do. Oh, brilliant. You know, and if you think about that, like how many people do we know in roles, not necessarily CEOs, but, you know, in, in management and leadership roles who are doing other people's jobs for them because they can. Yeah. You know, or maybe they used to do that. So they prove yet again how good they are. So I think the second thing about purpose is that very, when you're very clear, and as we know, clarity is everything, but when you're very, very clear, it enables you to not meddle in other people's work, not to procrastinate, but just to just focus on that. And, and yeah. a question I often say to groups is, in leadership, can you say to yourself, is what I'm doing right now the best use of my energies? Yeah, if that's a great thing. Yeah, I mean, it is great, you know, but if it, often it's not. Yeah. And if it's not, stop it and go and do something that is. Yeah, and I think, you know, to, to link it back to, you know, my world or or everyday mm. world of people, people listening, I guess one way would be to think of it like to-do lists. I don't know about you or, or people mm. listening, but I, I, you know, I used to write endless to-do lists, which were quite frankly unachievable um and I think the <laughs> filing cabinet is still on my to-do list from about six years ago um but you know writing these endless to-do lists so in a way you know we could change that to be in line with what you're saying don't say yes to everything don't be you know don't do stuff that you don't need to be doing use your energy wisely is let's stop writing to-do lists let's just write time for lists okay so today yeah. I have got time yeah. for this nice. I have got en I've got energy for this yeah. and that that revolutionizes the the daily structure and, and it probably allows us to be a bit more purposeful with with what they're doing because yeah, some that. days there'll be time for nothing other than getting the stuff done that's already in the diary um or maybe even we could be even bolder and braver and make time for recovery um and yeah. replenishment of our energy which is a whole other episode but oh that's I, a I really, whole other thing yeah and I, really like the, and I really like the concept of that trying to to be discerning yeah. and to to think about what i've got time and energy for yeah, I love that. And what I've got time for is very, very difficult. It's the slave, slavish to-do list, you know, the, yeah. the 
point twenty seven on that to do list will never get done. Anyway, <laughs> now the third thing, the final thing I want to say is purpose. Why does it matter? Well, got this thing about habits and you know staying focused. We've got this thing about uh, not getting involved in stuff that's not core. But the third thing I want to think is is that, and I will talk more about this in another episode. But when something happens that you're not expecting, like you're having a say, you're having a phone call or you're having a and you get an email and it's got something in it that you didn't like that was hurtful or you know untrue or not fair it can knock us off our balance quite significantly you know and we've all been there i think where we you know you you're happily going about your day minding your own business and then somebody sends you something and you think what on earth does that mean you know it's like uh, a slap it, around the face and it just massive slap exactly derails you off completely exactly and and i think if it happened particularly if this happens during a a conversation with somebody um connecting to your purpose is a lovely way of re recovering your balance um you know there are a couple of others like breathing and things like that which help us to recover but but actually um thinking oh you know i didn't like noticing that that state change we think oh i didn't like that but hold on what am i doing here i'm having this conversation because we're trying to you know create a great experience for candidates or something like that it helps you to just uh recover and you know the, the truth is that we can't control anything in life right yeah we just can't I mean, if you're not proof of that, aged 18 on your lovely <laughs> gap year experience, if you're not proof, I don't know what is, Emma, but we can't. But the only thing we can control is how we react to something or our yeah. response. Um, and coming back to your purpose, to what matters to you, even if you know somebody said something that was very contentious and derogatory, but you had a purpose around being calm or being kind yeah. or being forgiving, it would be easier to it's, handle it in that moment. Yeah, and it's very grounding to bring us back to it. And having having grown up in the 1990s, I'm immediately thinking of, of post-it notes, Ruth, and I'm thinking you, you could write these things on post-it notes and have them you know, in places where you know you might find challenge, whether it be at work or in, in yeah. the car or things. And it could, could simply say something like, do I need to worry about this? Do, yeah. do I need to, to worry about this? Can I control this? Um, do I need to spend my energy on this? Because yeah. it's amazing how much um, energy I spend on things, like you say, that are completely out of our control and and actually pretty meaningless when we when we are clear about what we were supposed to be doing today. So crack out the post-it notes and um, and that might help with with so that it, clarity. Yeah, and it's a real recovery mechanism. I think that because we do we do all have to recover quickly and respond in the way that's appropriate, but. You know, it's just, I mean, we will talk more about that in another episode, but that's that's really the third thing I think about purpose. Yeah. So, we, you know, I think whether you're talking about the workplace or whether you're talking about sport, you know, the, the, the parallels are so um, consistent, aren't they? Yeah, and I think that's that's what we were trying to do, weren't we, with, with yeah. this with this with these podcasts is is trying to link our experiences from both the, the, the business world and the sporting world and link it to the everyday world because people are facing challenges and have got goals and have got their own purpose that hopefully they can they can link yeah. into. So we, we're gonna try to leave people with a, a few kind of takeaway top tips, aren't we, each week? And yeah. I think you've you've summarized those um 
brilliantly, Ruth. And I think thinking about those three things you've just talked about, the the, the takeaway top tips for this week would be um, to write it down. So be yeah. really clear on your purpose and to write it down, uh, yeah. whether it be the beginning of the day, whether it be before a meeting, whether it be before the school run or before you go and do your session uh, for the for the marathon you're training for or whatever it might be. Write it down because it gives you accountability and and something to reflect on and go back to. Number yeah. two would be to to not say yes to everything, um, <laughs> to be really yeah. careful and, and and consciously choose where you are spending your energy. Um, yep. and what you're going to actually let your precious energy be be used up on. Um, and I think the third one would be, again, being really clear about what, how am I going to react to these things when they, when they don't quite go to plan or people yeah. don't necessarily behave how we're, we're wanting them to. Do I need to, to worry about this and, and how am I yeah. going to respond to this? And using your purpose as, as a, again, this word anchor. I've gone so nautical. Yeah. You have gone really nautical. My friends Justin and Amanda would be so proud. Well, uh, but I can really I've gone really nautical. But yeah, the anchoring of the purpose is one of the ways in which we recover our balance. So yeah. And I need I need balance in my boat. So again, we, you know, we're going back to these kind of nautical, nautical yeah. themes. So yeah. Well anyway, um, so, so so what's your purpose for the next few weeks gonna be, Ruth, until we speak again? Well, um, we will be talking in the next episode about planning. Now, purpose is all very well, but it needs a plan. So we will be talking about that in the next episode. And so I'll be thinking about that. Um, but yeah, more of, you know, this, this whole question of what am I here for? Um, and, and how do I live that out? And how does that match my values? Back to your point from earlier. Um, we'll, we'll be what's on my mind and what about you brilliant brilliant well I'm going to be cracking on with the first few weeks of of winter training and trying to uh, forget that we used to be training a few weeks ago in vest tops and and cracking out the 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 winter woolies for the for the winter weather that we're going to be facing but absolutely you know I'm in a real planning stage at the minute so I'm really excited about uh, chatting next time about the the power of a plan and how we can uh, plan the paddle and paddle the plan um, and once again, we hope you you can join us for that. We will. And if you've got any examples, any of you out there, if you want to let us know, try the habits, you know, try the writing down of the habits, things like that. Share them with us. And let's hear about how you're using purpose in your life as well. Oh, my God. <laughs>